Greetings, everyone. It looks like we are live. Confirm in the chat that you can see us and hear us. Good, please. Wow, what a phenomenal, <laughs> magical, intense, but yet so beautiful time we've had in Nashville. So we just actually returned. So somehow squeezing that in right now, squeezing in this um, live channeling of goddess aphrodite as you see in the title so important um once i was there in this location in nashville she gave me she started to download and tell me exactly what she wanted to talk about and we couldn't wait but let me tell you who i am i am aurora i am the author of um, i am an author and to galactic soul history of the universe and also book two which is the final battle galactic history of the multiverse book two found under Amazon, Barnes and Noble, imprinted, and ebook in many, many uh, forms, including Kindle and so on. You can find those dif different forms and information under under my website and all that I'm about to talk about under my website, risingphoenixaura.com, where you can book any session with me as I am in Aura Hypnosis and the founder of Aura Hypnosis, past life regression, entity removal, as well as raw Reiki entity removal and quantum galactic Akashic readings. Come join us and join our courses. Huge, you all. We Every year we wait for this time where... Um, open enrollment begins on their Patreon, where we begin to teach the Isis Priestess Priest Mentorship, which teaches you how to do what I'm going to do today, channel, start connecting to yourself, most importantly, your higher self, your heart, and benevolent beings, so that you ensure that you are not being tricked with um, non-benevolent beings, malevolent beings, so it's a sacred course where you do this for yourself, and attunement, and to watch a the roundtable we recently had where it's called healing tartaria and earth it's where you got to see some of the beautiful practitioners who have done the isis priestess course and the akashic reading so go watch some incredible roundtable that is full of sacred knowledge so that you can you can be reawakened and reignited in the ways that you can use the sacred knowledge for yourself amazing go to aurapractitioners.com you're going to meet gina in a minute where you can find more practitioners around the world to have a session for you to have a session with uh, i'm feeling i'm feeling full of love the immensity of sacred knowledge that i received at nashville and on my journey there and back is just uh infinite <sighs> i feel so thankful come join us at the retreat we have angel oaks retreat south carolina which we're actually going to talk about. I ran into an old book, actually, <laughs> at one of our stays. And we're going to talk about that book because it has Tartaria information. And it actually talks about the reset that we talked about in uh, what happened to Tartaria part one and part two. So it's missing pieces to what we're going to talk about. Also, um, Angel Oaks Retreat. So come join me. Come learn how to walk your most organic timeline, removing yourself from the inverted stepping into your sovereignty your empowerment and becoming your self-healer for yourself and others come to it it is this will be one of the best choices i'm sure you're going to see people who have done this in chat so just come join me i love you <laughs> all right so let's get started and we also have that online workshop in january the retreat in angel oak south carolina is in march here we go so Stay tuned for next Friday's video. It is going to be big. 
Get ready, you are. Ah. What a joy, what a joy, what a joy. Okay, so um, Gina, say hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Gina. So excited to be here today, see what the next chapter is going to be. Um, yeah, like Aurora said, all these beautiful courses and classes are just amazing. Uh, whether you want to do this for yourself, for your family, or if you want to practice it full time, whatever your choice is, they are amazing teachings. Uh, if nothing else, start with the shielding course because it really lays a foundation for any part of your journey that you're on. And make sure that you add your questions because every question that you add is another chapter or another part of the piece of the puzzle that we get to answer. And we're going to bring that information and share it with everybody. So thank you all for being here. So excited to see you. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. So this is part of our doTERRA, but also you could say Mayan also series. So seems like they in some session, some episodes, these are merging. So she's going to talk about um, any type of um, both Tartarian and some Greek information, Greek goddesses. She is a Greek goddess. And she wanted me to point out my, I'm wearing my jewelry here. So we got some faceted aquamarine and then the freshwater pearl and you're going to find out a lot about what the pearl represents in our creation so yes um and then the ways that they shine in rainbow light so before we get started as we are about to embark on this journey right now i want to say that we don't consent to you haters trolls keep it to yourself i am too sovereign and keep your entities to yourself i'm here for love as you know and I am literally about to channel the most beautiful goddess of love. So we're going to stick with love. And that is all. Wow. Here we go. Getting ready now. All right. Your questions and comments. Sorry. Taking deep breaths. Putting myself in the theta where I will be communicating. And allowing for goddess Aphrodite, the goddess of love, to speak through me. Thank you for joining us.
I'm surrounded by sources of light as always, sacred alchemy and only embody, embody an infinite love. rocking back and forth because I feel like I'm in waves of water. Greetings. <clears throat> Greetings, my beloved children. I am Goddess Aphrodite. Today you shall understand the true meaning to the gods and goddesses, which were Greek, not Roman. Romans were only but the cabal taking over after the reset of Tartaria and how they well, or during the, the reset, we started to take over our sacred temples. What a joy, what a joy, what a joy and an honor. I am in love with you as I have always been in love with you. I am goddess Aphrodite. I am out of all the great goddesses. I am mother, divine mother, because I am the goddess of love, of course. And as we know, love began everything. Love began creation as I was the first love light of creation, love light of creation. So we'll go to that birthing point, and these are also goddess of love is also connected to Divine Mother Sophia. Therefore, we'll go back back now to the very birthing point of creation as we have channeled through the Tartarian series, the element, the water was the very first element of creation. And why you see, feel and sense the water within you and all around you. And why every organic life form is consisted of water and other elements in order to be the, pla the plasmic, the no, we can't call them plasmic then, we say the etheric waters of creation were the first ones, first element. Before I even came to be, if you could visualize now, in the infinite of the ether, there was a nothingness and emptiness. You could visualize a pearl. See, the pearl is the seed to creation. A pearl is the very first seed of creation. Because as these waters created me, consciousness within the waters created me. As the waves rocked back and forth upon me, I began inside a pearl. And this is why you see me represented with my beautiful embodiment, 
clothless, red wavy hair inside, emerging out from my shell, because that's the understanding of how I first was created as Divine Mother Sophia. So do you understand the importance to the pearl and how important that is? As before any seeds, there was just the pearl who seeded me. And if you could visualize a pearl that is building an energy inside and building and building like a child ready to be birthed. And as the waters say, crash against me or rock swayed back and forth with me. The more that these sacred waters of creation, the waters that you are submerged within even in the third dimension, what we have spoken prior. These waters molded me and created me inside this pearl that was like a pink pearl that, and if every pearl that you, whether saltwater pearl, freshwater pearl, you notice that they have a shine to them that are rainbow colors because they represent truly the ether and infinity of creation and the very, again, seed point source manifestation, divine mother energy, going back to the, the soul seats of creation herself and himself, oneself. Drink some water, as we're talking about water. <laughs> Water is so important. As I'm sure you understand at this point how important water is if I was born from the water. As this pearl continued to develop with these etheric waters of creation, then you can visualize a pearl and then how at the very top, seeing her open up and out, I sprung out from the pearl and also the embodiment of the shell because then the etheric waters created into the shell, the seashell that protected me, you could say, or gave me, yeah, um, there wasn't anything then, but um, what would you call this? An encasement of, okay, so just like you see a shell now in the ocean, Everybody hear me? I feel that I am low. Let me move the speaker closer. So how the shell in the ocean encases the pearl and inside the constant waters and the sands and the elements within the waters that the shell is submerged within or even is created from the very sand and the water herself, the shell, then the inside of this, inside of the shell is also soft, you can say, which is similar like the tissue to your, the inside of your womb. And this womb energy also, which what the shell represents is a womb energy inside the shell, is, is what creates the pearl, the beauty of, of the pearl, right? So they signify the love, the shells, the love, the protection, the alchemy that creates souls. 
now I submerged from this pearl. And then I became the first consciousness that you have heard me speak about through the four centaurs. Yes, four centaurs play this story of creation. And then I became that. And from there, eventually, as you know, we birthed the daughter of the flame, which became our phoenix, and now the multiverse, which once more, we will recommend you read book two because you are ready to embark on the most beautiful, immense journey you will ever embark upon. Get ready. <laughs> for book two book two is ready for you you are ready as well yes you will hear we'll put more puzzle pieces together in immense immense ways <sighs> what a joy it is to be speaking to you i've been waiting such a long time patiently to communicate to you of my love <sighs> where I was at I was before I started to speak of love which I am infinite love and I can whew, yes. submerge in that love and just oh I am the love but yes I believe I was speaking about what was I speaking about going deep here before I started speaking about love <laughs> and then you were I speaking of the show love. I started mm -hmm. speaking about love and then I just became love the love that I am and then I forgot everything else <laughs> what, what was I talking about you were speaking about how the shell was a protection and mm -hmm. uh the love that creates souls and that as you came out as a first consciousness you were speaking about the stories that you talked of prior yes Oh, yes, the daughter of the flame, right? She was the multiverse. Thank you. And then from there, the essences after the archangel started breathing out from the Zen star we've talked about through the four centaur series. After that, and their beginning creations after, after the archangels and after you, perhaps maybe the Christ consciousness or maybe we are equal time and space of when we were born. Then the goddesses and the gods started creating from both mother, divine mother and father, more essences of, of them. And each one of them represented a, if you look at a flower, the petal to each flower and how they're different. Each petal is not one the same to another petal even, correct? Uh, they still make up the whole flower. So we started birthing out the gods and goddesses from creation and you're going to hear this understanding as well some of the elements we are as the seven goddesses that we are and i as the goddess of love of, of divine mother sophia aphrodite i began to be the conduit to source source of light creating the garden of eden which you are reading chapter one book two as I was who was, again, the channel and the conduit to the birthing of the Garden of Eden, in which you see a blueprint 
in a unique signature though through all planetary spheres all planets all three-dimensional whether flat earth or spheric energetically locations in our creation in our universe and even multiverse so this original blueprint was the garden of eating wherever Dean sprung out from the original blueprint of the elements and the beginning fruits that the trees give us to maintain life force. And then of course, Adam and Eve were just divine mother and father, who was the daughter of the flame, the phoenix, and divine father four, Archangel four, Archangel Michael and the Prince of Light, who were garden, who were Adam and Eve. And their beauties and the ways that they, all the souls were molded molded into creation, going back to the centaur journey and how the souls, there were vessels, but they had yet to be unified with souls and how that unification came to be. Garden of Eden was similar like that. You can say the stories of the Greek mythology, not Roman mythology, those, those again were Illuminati's um, Greek mythology where we talk about how we, people were molded is similar like that at the beginning of creation obviously we're, we're going to have brothers and sisters mate with each other in creation so therefore we created molded vessels again similar like the four centaurs and then we seeded life the pearls the flame inside this, the, the bodies and you just came to be you just like newborn but in a human, say, young adult body that could sacredly have sacred sex and can then also, say, uh, seed and multiply and birth out their own seeds of creation, their children. And that's how creation began, <laughs> most beautifully. Ah, but I remind you, it began from a pearl. I began from a pearl. Isn't that most special, huh? You ever wonder what the pearl meant? And we want to thank the beautiful practitioners from the reunion of Nashville, 28 of us, and how they kept insisting on what does the pearl mean? Because I, as Aphrodite, and Athena, actually, we asked her to... Um, she used to have an Etsy shop and we asked her to, for her first time from having her crystals and pearls um, in a closet, she brought them out five years later and she created these beautiful, magical pieces. We asked her to make many, many pearls <laughs> to give that pearl of creation to everyone who bought those. To remind them of what they sprung out for as well as you are all gods and goddesses and only a pearl right creates from the ocean well there's many other embodiments but the pearl from the shell and the ocean infinities of the creational waters ah what a joy to be sharing that with you today <laughs> Now you understand why I'm, I'm depicted in that, that statue with the shell, right? Ah, oh, yes. 
Okay. I'm the very first pearl that was born. <laughs> okay, so from there we are going to go to Tartaria. And then we'll begin to answer your questions. Hmm. Wow, Tartaria. What a joyous time before the 1700s or 700s <laughs> as you have watched remote viewing or as you watch what happened to Tartaria part one and part two. Then this is also a continuance to that episode as this is the part of the Antarctica Tartaria series. As we want to go back to the tree of lives on earth and what they look like. We began to speak to you in those episodes prior to this one, where Devil's Tower and other locations on Earth. We also heard from other practitioners who have traveled around where there's aisles, certain parts of the Earth where they look like, they're supposedly aisles, islands, but they look like many tree trunks that were Cut off and these tree trunks are gigantic as big as mountains so if if the little tree trunk is as big as a mountain can we now visualize and understand what tartaria was and why it was not something out of the ordinary as we also have had now people and clients start remembering their lives as giants themselves <laughs> and and how they walk the earth so these tree trunks, you could understand they're as big as mountains. Imagine a time and space where all sizes of people, whether or I always jokes around, Lord of the Rings, we are the hobbits. <laughs> so these people were many sizes, even the hobbits, there was even a smaller, and then even a tiny, tiny little people, which you can see sometimes in Ireland or other sacred spaces on Earth. And then from there, you know, there is the next size, maybe say we call it, so we'll say six, seven feet. And then there was 10, 15 feet. And then there was the gods and goddesses, which were the biggest, which were giants. They were giants. They were one of the main reasons why you go to different Tartarian buildings and these doors are as you know, 20, 30 feet tall, 10 feet tall, you know, 10 to 30 feet tall. Why would there be these giant doors, as you know? Because the giants, these temples were stellar energies that would not only rejuvenate the soul, but also help us connect to the beyond in a certain time and space we could even before completely condense the descension down to the third dimension we could connect beyond even travel out say through these portals but now they're asleep and they're mostly asleep for the protection because we need to keep them positive because there's constant battles that are happening just like years ago four years ago possibly that Adama from the inner earth and Garthian started speaking to us and then Divine Father Osiris started speaking to us about 
those wars that happen in these sacred locations and how we positive polarizing polarize them and then the negative groupings of supposed people who are supposedly getting together go to these spaces and then they infringe upon and they compromise these spaces in groupings some of them don't even know that they're doing that because the leader is compromising the space and they're pulling and siphoning their energy to to infringe upon these locations plague them mark them with viruses and so on so really important that you understand that you are loved no matter what even if you find yourself in a situation like to that where you're with a group maybe traveling that you can walk away walk away if you don't feel loved don't allow yourself to be compromised or infringed upon i tell you this because i've seen you become infringed upon life after life life after life and you don't do it for yourself you do it for others where you like oh i don't want to make them feel bad so on but if you're in a situation where say the 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 leader of this group is negative and you're feeling there's an energetic attack you should never allow yourself to remain there never because something can happen as we know there's all sorts of dark entities that can take over like dark entities uh, the grim started speaking about this in the through the mayan Atlantean series and how she would walk around the earth and protecting the people and villages from these demonic entities you have many names for them wendigo skinwalkers demons you gotta be, you have to be careful because these things lure um, sometimes hide in others vessels or they are attached or they're lingering behind certain walls where there is some dark portals so we say this to you to be very protective over you because you must be protective over yourself you are love and because of this love it these monsters these negative things are attracted to your love and they want to hold you back from expanding and growing don't let them let those wings expand and soar through the skies as the angel as the god goddess as the creator being as the beautiful being and no matter what form you are you are it's time to take your power back and stand up to sovereignty and the way you do this is that you are love and you have heard from the daughter of the flame the phoenix how to be a balanced tool though with love and fire because if you are ever in a situation it is a combination of both of sovereignty fire which can feel like they call it anger but more it's like sovereignty where you are ignited and you say no you will not overstep my boundaries and then the beautiful balance of both that flame and the love they unify together and they are the most powerful force field and shield that nothing can get through it matters not what's in front of you nothing can get through that you understand so learn to work within the sovereignty of the flame and also the waters of love and creation to find a balance and of course all other elements
we will let Aurora tell you what's next to that the reset information that she will be sharing with you next Friday. And I will conclude this and then we'll start taking questions with the tree of life. Back to the trees of life. <sighs> just understand that sometimes when you go to these events, there is a galactic battle happening just to protect your soul from these negative grays, reptilians, archons, and so on. So don't put yourself in a situation like that. You are love. You are love. You are love. So treat yourself with love. Now, back to the tree of life. Yes, the tree of life. There was many, 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 many trees of life. We began to speak to you about how gigantic these trees, but now we'll paint you exactly what they look like. They were so, they were giant. These trees were so gigantic that as remember that's just a trunk the little piece of the mountain like a mountain they're so gigantic that of course they actually their trunk reached past the, the clouds and then their branches were part of the organic system of holding up the crystalline dome and as you heard in part two what happened to tartaria when these trees began to be chopped off through their negative technologies, what happened is that then the gods and goddesses, as well as the angels, as we have been speaking about, as they were in form as well, and even going back to the statue of Athena that we have been speaking about, this, that is gold. She is in, inside the Parthenon in Nashville. We believe she's about 60 feet tall, which she is the largest actual statue in an indoor temple in all the world. So think about her beauty. As the pictures in the videos we showed you does not really show that her immensity and how big and tall she is. And even if you remember that little her hand she was holding nike the angel the angel see this is a clear understanding to what giants gods and goddesses were and then the angels so the angels were here guarding the people and they were for example nike in her hand her little her palm her gigantic palm is six foot four in that nashville athena statue six foot four if you can think about how gigantic she is if he's tiny in her hand in the indoor parthenon quite immense and we've uh, spoken to you about the force field that's around the parthenon and that's why everything else was destructed around but yes back to those trees so they reached the branches reached the crystalline dome and then the roots reached the crystalline heart inside earth connected and those roots are actually the ley lines that you talk about. So they are the veins of, of earth and how earth is a tree of life embodiment. Like those pendants you see of the tree with the circle, the roots, the branches and the roots. So all of this constructed because Tartaria was operating in a fourth dimensional energy at that time and was fully especially when they became at their peak highest 
a lot of them becoming breathitarians and how once more all these magical beings walked among each other like it wasn't out of the ordinary it was just like hey hey neighbor wow you know? <laughs> no it was just like oh hey neighbor you know you're 40 feet tall but you know and these giants played such a big role in the in the during the reset as they protected many people on earth and we're so thankful for them now of course there's going to be some negative though here and there but the majority as always the majority of earth they're, they're positive beings just like humans you know there's the majority are positive now but sometimes yes i know they don't seem like they're positive right because it seems like the majority are negative and being mean and harmful to the ones that are positive but really we still have hopes that they will awaken and that they will remember that they are love <sighs> yeah so it's time it's time to bring these trees back online so in whichever ways that you can travel the world we ask you go to these locations where you know that they look like tea trunks tree trunks tongue twister and activate with your love on your angelic divine benevolent galactic teams your higher self most importantly divine mother divine father the gods and goddesses call on them to bring that blueprint back blueprint back of that tree of life that you're connecting to and you perhaps won't be able to do it by yourself because you need a you need groups bigger groups for that kind of work but you will you will make a beginning step forward so that the next person that comes then they make a step forward and then they make a step forward and the day that we bring these blue original blueprints of these tree of lives which you can visualize the tree of trunk and then you will visualize a crystalline the original spirit of each one of these trees emerge out from these tree trunks okay and then so the blueprint will be there the physical form will not be there but the blueprint and the original essence spirit will be reignited and, and if you see with your third eye you will see the crystalline form of that tree that will reach all the way as high as the crystalline dome you understand so beautiful and the more we do this the more that this will bring ascension closer and of course what else comes with ascension saving the children birthing baby angels <laughs> what else <laughs> become removing the entities this original blueprints of these trees is essential and it is the most essential for the positive timelines to come because if we bridge these back if back to when they were chopped off what happened right we said the giants were petrified frozen why you even saw you see some of those islands right that are made out of elephants like giant actual elephants giant actual eagles because they froze when those trees were cut down again they couldn't hold that 
their beingness, how gigantic they were. If the giant trees of the tree of life of earth are cut down, then of course the then the giants, the giant embodiments are cut down. You ever wonder how they got rid of all of them? That's a major way on how they got rid of the giants. And then everything became miniature at that point. I know this is huge. You understand? Everything became miniature because the trees weren't there. So if you bring these online, so importantly, the closer and closer we will get to that ascension. But what will happen is that some of this magic is going to continue to unveil in front of you. In physical form, the organic crystalline blueprint is going to say seep, seep through into the physical. And that's where you see magic that Aura talks about when they say they get together at retreats, there's magic unfolding because it's this crystalline blueprint seeping in. So we need you to do as much work, especially before the upcoming, you know, voting in the u.s would be just tremendous in all ways you can on earth please do so thank you everywhere you can go we appreciate you and we love you and plus okay if you could imagine the work that you're doing to bring in that crystalline tree gigantic tree of life back what do you think is going to happen then to the the giant elephants perhaps so on all of these beings who were frozen, the gigantic spirits of the mountains that look like goddesses laying down, or even like Hawaii, that's Mother Pele. What do you think is going to happen if some of them are still petrified or stuck or locked in negative technology, negative black magic binding? They're going to start, say, waking up and they'll see up. Now, this could take some time, especially if you're doing this individually, but know that every choice and every time you choose to self-heal mother earth that you are making a difference you're making it easier for the next person which next person and then that eventually will help um, release these petrifications but with that we do recommend as you're doing this work to at least become raw reiki certified you need to learn a pure source of light modality that will teach you how to do entity removal because it's safer that way because with that you could imagine that there's going to be some dark things in those roots and all that blood and trauma and rape and all that's seeped into those soils and before you get to help birth out these trees first you need to actually cleanse and clear what's stuck there that's inverted and negative to allow these trees to birth out again you understand so we can say right now that inside all these trunks there's a seed waiting just like that pearl and they're waiting for you to help that tree spring out of the seed just like an acorn and uh, uh um, which reminds us of at the reunion retreat of the aura practitioners there were acorns and it was very interesting one of the attendees was it was it you eugenia that you said with the seed and the acorn where the seed of the acorn was coming back out and it was beginning to grow yes right yes it had already taken root into the lands mm-hmm and you said something about you never seen that before. Can you explain that? 
Yes. So many times whenever I've seen seeds come from a tree, whether it be um, like different types of nuts or things, you would see them fall to the ground and the animals would get them. But I've never seen a seed actually take root into the ground. And all around on the ground that we saw, there were many, many seeds and they had all started taking root and growing into the ground. And it was really beautiful. Beautiful. So we understand that. So the animals cracked them, cracked the seed, right? But in this situation, it was a acorn seed that was hard. And somehow the seed was so strong, the birthing of that tree had emerged from the top like a egg and was seeding already to birth out a tree. Isn't that magical? Beautiful. Thank you for explaining that. We feel that we are good and we have channeled what we needed to channel now. You may go ahead and proceed with your questions. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, Divine Mother. How do the pearls and the tree of life work together? Mm -hmm. Because even before, so everything began from a pearl. So even before the tree of life and we, as the creator, birthed life into the tree, first the seed began at the seed of the, say, trunk. And very similar, like we just explained with the acorn, right at the center of the tree and then from there then the tree also emerged both the roots from the branches from the top and then the roots from the bottom so they are say the seed the pearl was first and then the tree also emerged of life which everyone every organic being has a tree of life which embodies all that they are throughout creation and then, of course, there's a collective source love light tree of life that is within source love light, the infinite source heart of creation. And this is, we have guided meditations that we had, or uh, where you feel yourself at the seed at the center of the trunk, like in a embryo position, just floating in your own womb of the trunk the trunk represents this bridging womb of the beyond of the tree and then the below before that to really understand the tree of life we do recommend the quantum galactic akashic reading because we Zoras wants to tell you is that we go up to many many hours four to seven hours four hours um, just alone on tree of life so you can understand what this means it's a long it's a well, not alone, but it's a beautiful process of understanding what the tree is in creation. So we could just give you a summarize in understanding. Did we ex answer your question? Yes, beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, someone said that they had found previously that the pearl is linked to Mintaka, a water utopian planet within Orion's belt. And they seen that it had been heavily infringed upon in the Orion Wars. I wanted to know if Aphrodite had anything to share with that. Yes, yes, there were, um, yes, water planets. There are water planets, as you have mentioned, this Montaka. And I feel that those times are coming very close to an end. Uh, it's convoluted, right? Because in our perspective, we are both at the beginning and the end. 
So in our perspective from source, where time does not exist, these wars are no longer there. But we see that uh, the beings there, which were, uh, um, which were water beings, have protected the pearls that needed to be pearled in the protected in these waters that were gigantic, like how your Earths have crystal hearts. In their planetary sphere, they have pearl hearts. And they have done what they needed to do. And it was very hard for these negative aliens to be submerged in their waters because their waters can literally alchemize them back to source because of how pure this water is in um, these uh, Orion Belt, as you spoke, um, just consciousnesses as we know these lives are just infinite in the ways we could talk about these different alien races and who we are beyond the veil you may continue is the goddess aphrodite a fractal of athena the greek goddess well we are all fractals if that's what you call us but not quite not really fractals we are embodiments of mother, divine mother. So we would say that goddess Athena is the daughter of the flame, the phoenix, because she is that that infinite wisdom and also the, the fire that protected earth. And why you see goddess Athena everywhere that you can most think of, yes, not gigantic, like the most sacred space in Nashville, you can see her in statues all over the world you could also see her you see her with her pegasus and her helmets her gold and armor and then also the the medusa understanding where she is also the organic darkness and much of medusa has been completely inverted medusa it's just an organic darkness and her hair does represent say snakes but only for the inner the wisdom the wisdom that the you know snake medicine then you know how or in the organic um how important and sacred the snake is and the wisdom that the snake embodies on earth but we know that they've taken how how sacred these snakes are and have used them in satanic Santaria, voodoo, black magic, because they know the power that the snakes could be. And it's their easiest way to trap a soul is through taking, it's disgusting, taking a snake and energetically, say, skinning it and putting souls inside through these black magic rituals. So that's the inverted side we're talking about is the positive. So she could, Athena, the daughter of the flame, the phoenix, could, can freeze. You can say like that ancient teachings could freeze inverted, 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 malevolent, malevolent, malevolent entities in their tracks. She could freeze them. Not in a negative um, technology type of way. She would freeze them with a zero point fire when they would look upon her. If she needed to do that, but that was like her last, 
her last, last ability that she had when she walked on earth. And then when she would freeze them with her snake abilities, then the, the soul would have the choice to either positive polarize or just return back to source. We have once more no time and no tolerance for infringements. That's her talking right now, by the way. <laughs> this is not a friend. Yes, this is me talking. We have no time for this. Uh, me, uh, goddess Athena. We have no time or tolerance or even... Ugh. Please, please. We can see right through your inverted arconic games. Don't even try. What a... Ugh. Yes, so as you know, I teach you to be fierce and strong. I've, I've channeled before. Just needed to come in since you asked about me and easier to embody embody this when I speak but I will allow Divine Mother Goddess Aphrodite to speak once more so yes back to you will see um, Aphrodite and Athena often together because technically Aphrodite is Divine Mother Sophia and then the daughter of the flame or universe multiverse the phoenix the multiverse of phoenix is is, is, is Athena you may proceed Beautiful. Thank you for that. This is Aphrodite once more, yes. Greetings. Thank you, Aphrodite. Thank you. Uh, does having a collection of shells without the pearls still symbolize the essence of Aphrodite? Oh, absolutely. So then the shells represent the embodiment of the specific ether, right? Because the waters are the infinite. The waters of the waves are the infinite ether, right? But then what alchemizes into form would be the pearl and then the shell and how the shell protects. So it means protection, birthing, manifestation, and how to pull in these different shells right from all over the world and how each water has a different embodiment and purpose to earth within this earth that you are within. And so when you acquire these shells, they represent the different oceans of the multiversal creational waters understand yes thank you thank you <laughs> you may proceed someone wants to know if you are a form of a mermaid i could become a form of, of a mermaid absolutely absolutely that um i had many forms that i can embody both water and land we all just about all the gods and goddesses Greek gods on earth could change in different forms as this, but in a positive way. Um, you know, we could, as goddess Athena explained to us, we could become bigger and smaller to fit in, say, through certain doorways, but not too small, like, you know, smaller humanoids, humans, um, we would, but small enough to fit through some of those. Yes, to you, they look like giant doors, but to us, that would be a smaller form for us to walk through, say, like the doorway in Nashville or field museums and all these different Tartarian buildings. You have a visitor with those giant doors. We would have to get pretty small to get in. Mm -hmm. And then, but then right when you get through the door, then there's these gigantic, you know, sometimes two times, three times, four times the size of that giant door, because that's, that was our true size. Mm -hmm. You may continue. 
can we connect with you, Goddess Aphrodite, during meditation times? Oh yes, please do. I am found at the pearl seed of your feet, your flame inside your heart. I'm found there as Mother, Divine Mother. And it was such an honor to be the embodiment of the Divine Mother during these times for you. It's just, um, just like that. We lived in some of these mountains or even Mount Olympian areas like this, but it wasn't just Mount Olympia that we live within, you know, in our temples. And yes, we were always watching over you and assisting you and guiding you and protecting you. You know, we did our best, but, you know, sometimes you wouldn't listen. <laughs> you know, a little bit like children tend to sometimes not listen to their parents. A little bit like that. Mm -hmm. and continue. The only other question we have right now is for you, Aphrodite, or Athena together, either way. Is there any other wisdom that you would like to share with us at this time? Anything of importance? <sighs> we know we always say this but you are within a pivotal moment in time and space but truly every day that you awaken is in the now every day is a pivotal moment which way will you go left right forward backwards hopefully not or forward and just want to remind you that every choice you make and every situation that you are in on earth is important for you and your development to embody the wisdom, the love, the strategic Athena, how Athena, I embody the strategic battle, not battle as in once more fighting, there are come battles, but instead ending them. So live in all ways that you can in one, not allowing for your boundaries to be overstepped and for you to step into sovereignty. And then, but also embodying your strength and your wisdom. And remember, we invite you to go inwards because here you find source, of course, in your heart. And that's why you go inwards to find that source of light inside of you where you also find your higher self. So even more so, so important that you don't get pulled into distractions. And even after we say this, we know some of you guys are, so, some of you, or at guys as you explained, but some of you are going to, going to go into these trying times, which could be hard to pull you out from, but it's okay, we honor your decisions as the free world being you are. But know that the more that you stand in your organic, be organic love, be raw love, as Aura likes to say, as she is, be this raw love. The more that you will see how the magic is, has always been there. The more, more that you will grow in abundance, in love, in manifestation, in good health. And wisdom and you will be able to see through the false arcanic games do not allow yourself to be pulled into them and this was athena now the goddess of love aphrodite ah my beautiful beloved children you are loved as you alone 
you are loved. I want to thank you. I am infinitely thankful for the in the ways that the love has grown on Earth in this time and space of 2023. The ways that your sovereignty has grown, standing up for yourself and others, the love that grows within your heart. And the more that you grow, the more that the potence of the aurora borealis, which is the essence, the aura of my heart inside our earth, the more that this energy changes and shifts the world, uh, it begins with you. I level up as Mother Earth Gaia, as Aphrodite. Every day I level up in energy. But sometimes it's hard to do so, or sometimes I have to wait for you to level up. So keep being love in all which ways. Look at love in every, everything. Everything that is organic has begun from love. So fall in love with yourself, of course. The self-love within you. Love on your hair when you're combing your hair on the oils or lotions. Put on makeup. It's beautiful. Your face is a beautiful canvas that needs colors. Love on your skin. Love the inside of you and what you consume by eating organic. Ease love. And instead of hiding and holding back your love, we want you to unleash that love from your heart like a wave of love. Of course, always shielding and your invisibility cloak. Once you, and you have these sacred teachings around you. You can be love all day long. Choose to be love instead of stooping, say to their lower level of a, of sometimes it's best to walk away from Arconic battles. You can still stand your ground and say your truth, but then just walk away. Let's move on. We have no tolerance once more for that. And the best, most infinite way that you can do that is through the love that you are. Because once more, your love inverted cannot penetrate your love. It's not possible unless you invite it in, right? Which they get crafty in the ways they try to make you invite them to attach. <sighs> what a beautiful journey. What a beautiful journey. It's such an enjoyment to watch you. Uh, to walk, watch you walk among say the Garden of Eden and the ways that this Garden of Eden has developed and has always provided for you and the warmth, the substance of the fruits and the crystals, all these elements, they are unearthing, especially the crystals.
So when you're working on those tree of lives and bringing them back on, we do recommend you have a pearl with you during this time. Also, an ammonite, as it has the opal, opal crystal, not the opal man-made crystal, the one that is natural, which you can find an ammonite, ammonite the spiral, the spiral ammonite, the fossil, which becomes opalized. We also recommend, of course, a very strong black crystal, perhaps definitely black obsidian. Some aquamarines because of the ocean, the waters you are truly emerged within, breathing within. The spirals of the ammonite will help you spiral out the beginning blueprints of the trees of life's waiting to be reignited and come into form once more crystallized looking to see if there's any other crystal perhaps crystals that are made in waters like the epidote matrix with prionite mm -hmm. Of course, any other usual you use, clear quartz, rose quartz, whatever you feel. Therefore, as many different gods and goddesses and angels, we have a crystal that represents us. My, my crystal in this perspective would be the pearl, of course, would be my element. And some of the other loving crystals, like any green and pink yes thank you i hope that you have enjoyed my love as i have enjoyed bathing in love to help you yourself shower shower you down with love thank you i am goddess aphrodite i am goddess aphrodite i am goddess aphrodite what a joy i love you honor you and respect you thank you I'll see you and feel you in your heart. Thank you. Ah, oh, two, 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 of course. <laughs> Central time here. Ooh, right on time, y'all. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that beauty. That was joyous. She said Laramar would also be really good. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Wow, how did we do? We did good? Yes, we did. <laughs> trying to remember, well, I'm starting to forget. Thank you, what a joy. Oh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I'm sure you did. I will see you next Friday. We're gonna get intense and awesome. You know, people always say, I never disappoint. <laughs> so, especially in person. So I'll see you next Friday for another live video. Get ready not come sign up to the tiers isis priestess source quantum galactic akasha again open enrollment now come sign up come learn and remember who you are and come activate your abilities you are ready you are ready and i will see you under patreon rising phoenix mystery school for that so go sign up okay so isis priestess course actually begins um not this sunday the following sunday which is 
the 19th, and then the Quantum Galactic Akashic reading, which is the Tree of Life, Tree of Knowledge, begins November 26th. And you can find more information about that under my Patreon. Go to Patreon to support for only $4 a month of this video and all that we do. As you know, we work joyously every day to be here for you. Otherwise, come sign up to the retreat, Angel Oaks. Beautiful, ancient, a thousand-year-old trees. Also, oh, was asking what kind of makeup I wear. My beautiful Zen set. Um, I find vegan organic makeups. I don't want to say the name brand because I don't want them to be targeted as that sometimes happens whenever I share stuff like that. So, but you can ask me in person and I can tell you in person. <laughs> I just don't want to say it publicly. All right. Thank you all. I love you, honor you and respect you. Thank you for being you. Thank you, Gina, for holding the most beautiful love so that I can deliver this transmission. And thank you to you in chat for being you and being love and let's all spread that love and let's have some joyous weekend and and on and on i love you go to risingphoenixora.com purchase book two yeah all right Aurora, there's a couple comments here real quick oh yeah to let you know oh, that um well let me forget about those comments please because yeah. they're all so beautiful and sometimes they're so beautiful i'm like oh we should have recorded those so yeah go ahead okay Somebody said that they had been very excited about this channeling and that last night they felt a huge shift in their heart, which is very beautiful. And then somebody said that when they received their book too, they decided they had to read the last chapters right away and that it was really amazing to see what happened. And they're so glad to keep updated on everything. And thank you so much for sharing so much knowledge. This book too is amazing, you guys. I finished it too. So, oh my God, so wait, amazing. Wait. Go back, go back. I kind of left for a minute. They finished book two, you said? Well, they started, they got it. They were oh, they so excited oh. and they went to the last chapters first because they wanted to know what happened <laughs> at the end. You guys are cheating. <laughs> I mean, all right, that's fine. <laughs> okay, but you have to, if you're going to go to the last chapter, you have to go back and understand it because that's when you really understand it. But I, I, I don't blame you. I would probably do the same. <laughs> Continue. That's, that's so funny. Um, somebody said that they saw some sleeping giants in uh, different areas, such as the mountains in Fiji, different islands, uh, and it was really beautiful. Uh, and then somebody said, wow, that is so incredible that the trees, they're going to be able to come back because of the seeds. They're excited oh. about that. <laughs> so uh, and, yeah. And then some people are just really excited to be here again, just for the channelings and that they love you, honor you and respect you. And thank you for this particular beautiful channeling. Thank you. I know a lot of what you share. If you've been watching us for over six years, it is strong content. And every now and then I am honored to be able to, even though it's strong content, really, right? It's always embodied with love. So I, I really look forward to these type of videos as well, where we can, just be lighter you can say <laughs> so because we always have to have a balance right with both too much of something is an imbalance but i know you all always look to me like let's understand like what's happening in israel let's under human trafficking and all that i know you look to me because we communicate it in such clearness and love so i, I appreciate you being here for these sessions as well thank you thank you everyone we're good with the comments Okay, I love you all. See you around. Have a beautiful day. Bye.
love you, love you, love you. <laughs> oh, she says she sends you all a wave of love. So may you feel that wave of love from Goddess Aphrodite as she's sending you this wave of love now. If, if you, of course, accept the love. Thank you. See you next time.